Here's to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not. Cause the dreams bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. Saving Joanne. 1998-99. I had just been given my second daughter in exchange for my third daughter. Follow that if you can. My third daughter was now fixed, and it was time to fix my second-born This was an ongoing thing with my ex, Tracy. Um, If they got broken, when they got broken, I had to fix them. That's what Dad did. So we had to go up to Joshua Tree, which was up a mountain from Palm Springs, California. And we lived up 90 or um, 74 Mon- uh, Montgomery. And we had to so drive down the mountain um, on Monterey and then go across 20 miles up the other side of the valley to um, in Palm Springs, up the mountain to Joshua Tree. And it was winter, but not for us. It was, you know, high of 75. It was a Friday afternoon when my second born got home from school. Off we went. Um, We went up there to look for a car for her. And we came down with Joanne. Let me explain myself. Danielle was in her smoking phase. As long as it wasn't in the house and I didn't have butts all over my yard, I didn't care. As long as she put them in this container that I made and I painted it red and I put on there in white paint butts. So if you can't see that, then you shouldn't be smoking. Oh, and there was a bench there uh, that I bought, you know, the kind you put together, the wrought iron kind. Yeah, and I made it nice, nice, so they can enjoy their cigarettes out there. I just did not want that in my house. And I knew it was a phase, just like everything kids get into. So you got to pick your battles. And that one, she had to find out on her own how nasty it was. Listen, when I was her age, I smoked. My first wife turned me on to smoking. And I didn't stop until 1987, but I stopped. It wasn't cool anymore to smoke. She didn't get the memo, but that's okay. She will as she gets older. You know, I mean, like I said, you got to pick your battles. But she had to learn on her own. All If I said anything, all that would do is make her want to do it even more. 
We went up the mountain to Joshua Tree to look at this car for her. The guy lied. It was a piece of junk. It was a hunk of junk. I had just bought her two cars, and she was working on my car. Uh Uh-uh. And then, so, she went through all, both of them, of her cars, and then on one, she blew the clutch, and then I fixed it, and then she blew something else, I can't remember, and I said, that's not worth fixing anymore, and I thought it was real cute, too, this, I bought a tracker for and you know the type that the um the roof comes off that's it and it she looks so cute in it going to school i drove it all the way across country a stick shift and a little tiny tracker from chicago and it was hot. If you would have saw me, I think I had a little bit of heat stroke when I hit Arizona. Anyways, um, I traded this guy for some work I was doing for him, plus money. You know, he had to pay me money. So all I was out was the labor, and uh, which was fine, you know. And... Uh, I didn't make a profit, but the car was so cute, and it was a good deal. It really was. After that one was trashed, I bought her something else. It was called a Chevy Lumina, and, yeah, it was bigger, and she crashed it. Well, you're getting the picture. Um... I was running out of cars. I gave her my Cadillac and let her drive that while I wasn't. And she broke off the driver's side mirror. Okay. And it was a power mirror, you know. It cost a pretty penny to get it fixed. So it was imperative I found her her own tank to drive you know it was almost time for me to go back it was around christmas time and i probably what january february and i went back to chicago in march and i was gonna leave her on her own she was 18 and you know gonna graduate and i had to let's see if she could do it and so uh i had a little townhouse and it was all the way up um, Monterey. And uh, we were all the way in Joshua Tree. And um, like I said, you know, it was time we it was time for us to go back home. And on the way at Joshua Tree, there was a little, like, 7-Eleven type store, you know, and... My second daughter, she wanted cigarettes, so I growled, Ugh, you couldn't take care of that on your own? I hate buying those things for you, honey. Okay, now I sound like my mother, huh? And anyways, I stopped, and I went in with her because, of course, I had to buy them. And um, 
when we came out of the store, I noticed a young lady sitting there. She must have been 17 or 18, somewhere in there. And I said, hi, my name's Gabriel, and my daughter, I gave her my daughter's name. And then I said, what's going on? And then my daughter went back to the car because she already knew what I was doing. And she was not going to let that girl drive in the, she had shotgun. So I just can spot when someone's in trouble. Nothing, just sitting here. Okay. But this time I didn't have time to be soft. I'm getting old by this time and you see that girl right there? Yeah, that's my daughter, I said. And I do this all the time, and she hates me for doing it, but she really doesn't. She loves me. And what do you do, Joanne said. I help. What does that mean? That means you're coming home with us, young lady. On the way home, we're going to get you something to eat, and then... You're gonna when you get home with us, you're gonna take a shower and then my daughter's gonna help you pick out some clothes and then you're gonna get a good night rest and then tomorrow the three of us are gonna go shopping for some new clothes for you. She said, Why would you do that? My daughter chimed in. Because he's weird. My dad's weird. I said, be quiet. I said, because he can't see anybody suffer, he's really weird. And I said, she said real quietly to me, you're not going to hurt me, are you? Oh, my gosh. It broke my heart. I grabbed her and just hugged her. And I almost started crying right there. I I said, my daughter said, what happened? What happened? She just, I'm, I, I can't tell you. Just, and I was tearing up. I said, I just hope that if somebody ever sees one of my daughters in a tough way that they'll help them. And that's why I do it. She says, she looked up at me and she said, how many daughters do you have? I said, three. She says, oh, my goodness. (laughs) And I said, okay, come on, let's go, smart Alec. And down the mountain we went. And don't worry, my daughter turned over in the car and said, don't worry, he does this all the time. And my daughter offered her a cigarette, and she took it. And I said, open your window. I can't stand that smell. And uh, so I told, I'm going to tell you the rules. Absolutely no smoking in the house. There's a bucket outside that's painted red. You put your butts in there, there's some sand in there. And there's a bench out there for you guys. And 
Dad, don't freak her out. No, she's got to learn the rules if she's going to stay there, honey. And secondly, you have to shower at least once a day. That's the rule. And thirdly, nobody, nobody comes in my house. No old boyfriends, no old anything. And when you feel comfortable enough, after we go shopping and everything and everything is died down and you're feeling comfortable and if you want to talk about anything, you can talk to my daughter or me. Are we on the same page? Yes, we are, and thank you for everything. I haven't done nothing yet. She said, yes, but you don't understand, sir. Okay, another rule. You can call me Dad, you can call me Gabriel, but you can't call me Sir. You're beyond that now, your family. I'm sure she thought I would. She was in the twilight zone or something. She didn't know what that was, but I did. Anyways, but this is what I did. If I got a girl off the street and give her a sense of self and pick her up and make her feel like she's worth something and then... What's better than that? I mean, she's she's safe and she's she has a sense of, I can do it now. You know, besides the world's caving in on me, that's what my mother, I always felt like. That's what she felt like. And she had to fight through that. And when I saw a, a girl on the street, that's what I felt that she was feeling and that broke my heart. That's the, the all enough. Okay. The house looked like it was out of a magazine. It was um, a townhouse, you know, a small townhouse, but that's what I was going for. I wanted to look bigger than it was, so I had a glass a dining room table and, you know, Give it the uh, mirrors in places and sconces and, you know, the whole thing you see in the magazine. I just wanted to give it a presentable look. Boy, if you saw me now, you would have never thought that, though, I'm hiding. You can't know who I am. I'm incognito. I have long hair, a beard both white, and where I live, well, I'm just waiting to die, you know. And it don't have to be pretty where I live. All I need is a TV, a computer, and this podcast. What else do I need? And you folks, obviously. I no longer can drive, so there's that. And... uh, So what else do I need? I have you guys listening to this. That's all I need. Anyways, so back to the story. She came in. She was full. We had stopped at McDonald's, and first thing she did was she went upstairs and took a shower. And I told my daughter, pick something out for her, please, and cute, and not revealing young lady. 
and of course, my daughter did what I asked. She was a good daughter. And there was two beds in my daughter's room, both twin beds, because her sister would come over and, you know, they'd sleep together or, you know, in the same room. And, you know, and my so I had beds for everyone is what I'm trying to say. And so my daughter, she's been here before, so I stayed downstairs and my daughter took over. And I'm doing, I was doing something down there, I don't know. And my daughter, I could hear them up there talking and giggling. And, you know what kids do. And so... It was probably, she was probably the same age as my daughter. And I told my daughter when they both come down, oh, here's another rule. Whatever you tell my daughter stays with my daughter. Whatever you tell me in private stays with me also. If you want to say something to the both, the both of us, just blurt it out and we'll talk it out. Do you want something to drink, water or Kool-Aid? What do you want? Uh, water, please, Gabriel? No worries. I'll get it for you. Now, you guys are going to go to bed. Once you do, this door, I lock this door. It stays locked till morning. And my daughter says, Crystal, it's a running joke. Something I saw in a movie, and I told all my daughters, if I ever say, is that clear? And they'd say, no. And then I'd say, is that clear? And they'd say, Crystal. And even my grandkids now do that with me. I yell at them, is that clear? Crystal. You know, funny funny you know anyways so the morning came and she's you can tell she got a good night's sleep and after the showers they both um were giggling a little while and then um i wanted to do what i wanted to do was say to my daughter you want to go eat in or do you want to go out to eat? Let's go out, Dad. Okay, all right. Are you ready, Joanne? They had showered. They're all ready. Their hair is wet. You know how kids are or girls are. Yes, I'm ready, Gabriel. Okay, so we went to a greasy spoon, the only one in the desert. And, of course, it was packed, and I hate packed. If you've listened to other episodes, you already know that, that I'm, you know, it was Saturday morning and of course it was packed. I'm sorry, I should have told you that. And we went to, you guessed it, J.C. Penney's in the back where the clearance aisles were. And by this time, my daughter was with Joanne and she said to her, okay, dad's going to tell you $200 limit. My daughter's been here before. She knows the routine. 
and I told Joanne and my daughter. And so they went shopping, and I said to my daughter, do not forget her unmentionables. And Joanne cocked her head. That's my dad's way of saying underwear. Underwear, she said real loud. And I wheeled around. My face turned red. And I almost, well, I walked away fast. Let's put it that way. And my daughter knew how to push my buttons, little brat. And then she yelled after me, Dad, don't worry. I'll take care of it. Dad, I got this. Please be quiet. I'm trying to do a podcast down here.